everybody to another episode of Dungeon Master's Apprentice. I'm your host, Theo Giesen, and today we're back with the co-worker and uh, sort of the roommate. Yeah, more or less. Brett Clark. Hey everyone, good to be back again for uh, another episode. Yep, Monday, just another Monday after work. Honestly, right before we're going to do a session, it's uh, 5.53 and our session starts at 6.30, so we really got to crank this oh, one so out. I thought it was 6.45, I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm pretty sure it's at 6.30. John said 7.45 oh, earlier, maybe that that's how you got it mixed right, up. Right. But honestly, he was talking 7.45 a.m., so that doesn't even matter. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're back. Real quick, I kind of have a whole lot of D&D crammed into a couple of days here because we got... We're trying to do the podcast here right before the session, the main one that we do. And then tomorrow I'm going to be running a campaign for you and our friend Neil, who's from work, and our friend Luke, who, I don't know, it just went to Acadia and is friends with a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. So a couple of people who have never played D&D, but but we're going to be teaching them how to do it tomorrow. And I'm kind of going to, we're going to workshop a little bit here how this campaign is going to work because it's going to be a little bit different from some of the other ones that we've done uh, because Neil in particular, and I don't know how, how much Luke is into <coughs> sci-fi, but I know Neil is a huge, you know... Yeah, he big, seems very into it. Right? Yeah, just science fiction and that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure would be okay playing in a fa- high fantasy, medieval-type, <coughs> Tolkien-esque right. campaign. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he has, talks a lot about, you know, he got me into XCOM, which is like a basically sci-fi, like, military game. And mm-hmm. sci-fi military seems, like, pretty up his lane. And so I don't think we're going to go f- that far and do something sure. like that. But I think we're going to try to lean into the sci-fi aspect of this campaign a little mm-hmm. bit more. And over the past maybe four or five days... I've been brainstorming how we're going to do this, and I've been I've been brainstorming with you a little bit about how this is actually going to play out. And we have a few different options here that I don't think we've landed on any of them, but let's let's kind of put it all out on the table and sure. look at what what a sci-fi campaign would look like, how it would actually work, um, and you know what what the setting is going to be like, and how we're going to go about explaining certain things. So. Um, let's sort of ease our way in here and, um, first of all, talk about, um, what, you know, makes something sci-fi and how is that different than the fantasy that we're talking about? Is it just the present versus the future or the past versus the future or, um, to you just real quick, what do you think is the big difference between fantasy and sci-fi? Hmm. I guess... With science fiction, I guess, like, I generally do kind of get, like, the futuristic Mm -hmm. kind of vibe from it, right? Yeah. Just because you see, like, there's, like, a lot of, like, like, spacecraft or, like, where you don't really, like, we haven't seen that. But, like, with, Mm -hmm. like, I find with, especially with fantasy, too, it's, like, kind of seems like it's back in the day. So, it's, like, it's more, like, things that are just more, like, Earth-based, I guess. Yeah. And then there's really high fantasy, like some of the D&D that we're playing right yeah. now, where you're like plane hopping all the time. And that's, you know, fantasy. That's not really set in the past or anything. Right. That's like, that's not set in our world. That's not like that medieval 
fantasy that we're talking about. That's mm-hmm. something completely different than, you know what I mean? So right. there is that little distinction there, I think, between, like, I guess there's a medium fantasy where, you know, it's like the King, the more, you know, King Arthur Tolkien, I would say, yeah. is more like middle fantasy. Mm-hmm. And then there's like this plane hopping stuff that's, you know, like <clears throat> some other kind of high fantasy. Right. Um, but the sci-fi, um, I was kind of looking it up earlier. Uh, someone also said that it's known as speculative fiction. So okay. I was wondering, you know, if we take it as science fiction, we could still technically have that set in the past. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just the science isn't as uh, progressive, but you could still tech. I guess that's kind of what steampunk is in a way. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like that kind of like yeah, weird or like, mix. Yeah, or like people liking World War One games and like the technology mm-hmm. that goes into creating a game like the like Battlefield One or something. It could be considered sci-fi because you know they're digitally rendering all of these like guns and battles and right. explosions. And these tanks and vehicles, so that's like, in a way, that's tech like technology. That's where you get the technology aspect yeah, of it. But it is set sure. in the past, so yeah. Um, maybe speculative fiction um, is what we're gonna try to lean f- towards for this campaign. Um, <clears throat> so, um, real quick, uh, what kind of sci-fi stuff have you been exposed to in the past that sort of uh, caught your attention? Um. I mean, I guess, like, the classic for everyone's like, Star Wars is, right. like, the big one. And then... Yeah. <clears throat> um, What's your experience with Star Wars specifically? I mean, I, I enjoy them. Like, I've seen them all, and I do enjoy them. Casual all. fan or, like... <clears throat> yeah, I'm a casual fan. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, read into the lore right. and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I would say I'm also a pretty casual fan as far as Star Wars fans yeah. go. I know it goes pretty in deep. Yeah. And I would say we're even pretty casual as far as D&D goes, you know? Sure, I mean? sure, definitely. Um, but, yeah, Star Wars is a big one. Were you ever into Star Trek? <clears throat> See, I wasn't, but, like... I know some people that are, and I feel like it's kind of like, I know like more people like my parents' age that mm. like were into Star Trek yeah. than I like actually am. Yeah, no, it might be not, you know, dead. I think there's a lot of, it might be past its time. Yeah. I know they're doing like reboots and stuff, and I don't think they've been huge. Yeah. I mean, I saw the first one in theaters when I was a kid just because it was like, whoa, the new Star Trek or whatever. Sure. But I think they've put out a couple movies since then, and I haven't um seen them or heard about them at yeah all. i'm like i mean i'm pretty into movies too so i feel like i like would have been hearing about them at least because i'm yeah, pretty active like right. in that community yeah that's for sure <clears throat> uh any other sci-fi stuff um i guess like uh does this like follow count as in that genre yeah i would, would say, say yeah <clears throat> i i loved uh <clears throat> I play like Fallout Three and Fallout Four, and then my roommate like he really likes New Vegas or whatever. Yeah. So I've been like playing that bit. Anthony's on his PS3. been on the podcast <laughs> very briefly. <laughs> very the briefly. Phone call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's funny that um, those two opposing games, Fallout um, uh, and Skyrim, are the two kinds <clears throat> of D and D campaigns that we're trying to tackle right now, and they're so different so that kind of makes me think 
you know, in Fallout, maybe fill me in a little bit here because I haven't played a whole lot of them. There's not a lot of, there's no magic at all, is there? Is it all just no. <clears throat> pretty grounded? <clears throat> like guns and like robots right. and stuff like that. I think we still want to stick to 5e and have access to all the spells and yeah. stuff. I don't think we want to put those kind of guns, you know, sword um, restrictions on us. Mm-hmm. So that's where it gets a little bit messy is that there's not a whole lot of sci-fi that's also fantasy. Right. If you think about it, I mean, do you know of anything? Maybe Marvel is kind of close to this. Sure. It, Guardians <coughs> of the Galaxy came up, yeah. came up when we were trying to talk about this. Um, but to my knowledge, I don't know of a lot of spellcasters who also fly in spaceships. Yeah, really, though. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> if anyone has any recommendations for reference or anything, give us a shout, but nothing comes to mind, and I'm sure you know, I guess, maybe with some research. But. One thing, I guess, is, like, in Borderlands, mm-hmm. you can, like, uh, like you have all that, like, kind of tech stuff, mm-hmm. right? but you can also be, like, a spellcaster in mm-hmm. that game, too. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, there is that. It's like sci-fi, but it's also low-tech because everything's sort of like destroyed. Yeah, right. Patched, <clears throat> patched together. And mm-hmm. um, I think that would be fun. I think that would involve a lot of work, and maybe as a main campaign that yeah. would be fun, but yeah. as a way... So this is the other thing, is that we're playing with one, potentially two. Neil said that he might ask some of his other friends. He asked me this, like, at the end of work today, and I was like, oh, okay, this is happening <laughs> tomorrow. I can try to swing <laughs> this last minute. But I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. you know, the one sort of caveat that I said is that, you know, I don't, I don't know your friends. I'm cool with teaching them the game, but what I'm not really going to be okay with is that people coming around and, like, killing bartenders and, like, trying to fuck people. Yeah, yeah. Like trying to ruin the game and taking all like if you if you want to play at the table like recognize that everyone here is we're all telling a collective story and it's about the adventure of a whole group and sort of the playing together not telling everyone how to play but that's sort of i think that that is like you know a condition to play for me and everyone is a little bit different some people like to or some campaigns i'll be a little bit more lenient Mm -hmm. where we can just where we can lean into that kind of stuff. <clears throat> but, you know, it's kind of just like a little bit of a prerequisite. But I said, yeah, mm-hmm. like if they're if they're down for that, then 100% right. I'll want to teach people how to play. Because, you know, we, we've been, had an episode all about how it you can make friends with people mm. through playing D&D and sure. how that sort of opens up different um, uh, friendships <clears throat> with people. Uh, yeah, they could be like this. Could be like end up being super down, and that'd be super dope. Yeah, exactly. That, so you know? that wasn't <clears throat> to say that they can't play. That was just to say I want them to play. But here's the anyways. Yeah. Uh, so with those guys, um, yeah, we're gonna try to keep it basic because I'm teaching potentially two, three, four people yeah. how to play, <clears throat> and so I don't want to have come prepared an entire. One, I don't have time to go yeah, up exactly. lower. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean, right? But two, um, I don't want to throw an entire, you know, five, six paragraphs at them 
up top about this lore of this world yeah. that I completely invented and they have to write down and memorize and all of us, you know. Yeah. So we want to keep it pretty low key. So on our, you know, if we were on House Hunters or something, our list of things that we want is sci-fi. True. We want easy yep. for new people. Mm-hmm. And we want, <clears throat> was there a third thing? Um, on the beach. Yeah, close drive to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right next to the beach. That'd yeah, nice. our budget is $110,000. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with the sci-fi thing. So I have a couple ideas of how we're going to set it up so it feels like sci-fi, but also feels like D&D. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you can let me know what you think about all sure. these different ideas. Um, so we have the Star Wars angle where there is just, it almost seems like there's just infinite planets. Like they can just create another planet that's over here. There is no map to it. It is ever expanding. Um, pros to that. I can just create things out of the spot that are over here and you guys can go to it and I don't have to fit it into this, you know, um, this map, yeah. road work. Um, any immediate cons that come to mind? Mm. <clears throat> um, let me think. I don't know, like... Mm. Maybe that would be something that you build up to, but... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think that can also always kind of be in your back pocket in sp- if you're going to do space is that there's other things out there. Right. Maybe we don't have to worry about this problem right now. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And like it, it, yeah. it helps like keep it grounded, like, like starting off smaller right. kind of at first, okay. right? So with the Star Wars type stuff, let's say if we want to do that, that's something that we can just, you know, sure. s- quickly slide in later if mm-hmm. we want to. So let's not think about that right now. Um, <clears throat> another idea that we that we had is that we could keep it to one solar system. So, you know, up top, just say there are maybe five planets sure. in the solar system. Uh, they're all pretty evenly spaced out so that, you know, four of them are hospitable. They're all in a good uh, area here. Um, you know, we could come up whether they're super high tech and there's a lot of travel or travel is just being introduced. Maybe we're in this, this sort of modern era. Um, so any, uh, maybe like a small solar system, uh, one way to do it. I think that's a good idea too, Mm -hmm. because it's kind of like, I guess it'd be like kind of in a way that like you go like from city to city or like, Mm -hmm. like we're going like plane to plane like in ours right now. So it's like, you can kind of like get like more better picture for it maybe yeah and i think the the neat thing about this is that right up top you're naming let's say five places Mm. and the player's like oh i want to go there and i want to go there and i want to go there yeah if we keep it to just one planet there's not as much desire for that space travel no definitely i think that that is like a really good point just like with ours like sometimes our like climate and stuff changes so, so it's like ooh, i want to check out like this new place that's like not the beast lands anymore like mm-hmm. the beast lands from ours right so yeah. i think that definitely gets like players something to be excited about like it's like unlocking a new map or something right yeah exactly it's like when you see it's like there are space games where like you have the first planet unlocked <clears throat> but then the other three just have question marks on yeah, them yeah. and you don't even know what they look like yeah 
Uh, but I would probably, you know, you guys would descri- describe what they look like sure. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, I do like this idea. Originally, I was thinking something like our solar system, what, there's like eight planets, nine planets, yeah. whatever. Um, that might be a little bit big just because throwing <clears throat> eight and eight, I have to come up with all these names and I'm just going to throw eight random names at you guys and yeah. just be like, okay like am i supposed to be like taking notes here yeah it's kind of like a long list to yeah. be like explaining yeah so i think so far maybe we're leaning towards like a small solar system maybe there's not a whole lot around it at this moment mm-hmm. um sort of just off on its own five planets five planets one of them is just like too close to the sun so no one lives there um so then you have four right off the bat right. maybe that's a good number there mm-hmm um, one thing that Neil brought up that was kind of interesting that is maybe along this idea is having one planet, but having that planet have multiple moons. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> That's interesting. That's a very, like, Neil would say something <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> I think that would be good. Like, <clears throat> that is, I mean, that's pretty cool, too. I say that's like a... I say kind of like a clever way to do it, I guess. I say why don't we? Why can't we do both? Mm. So have one planet have a be like this thing. The weird thing about this one is that there's a bunch of moons. Okay. And so you know, out of four, it's like this one. Ha- this one has one moon. This one doesn't have any. This one has four, and this one has like one. I don't know. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting way yeah. too, and that would let you like <laughs> extend like. Before we get to like all four planets, you could like throw those in, like, yeah, to kind of extend exactly. it a bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then you, you know, I, I think these guys are these guys are both like into politics. Yeah. So I think you know I'm def- eventually if this does uh, snowball into a bigger campaign, I'm definitely going to be trying to writing in some like inter moon tensions. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like this cool. one is siding with this one or you know oh yeah i think they would they would definitely get political make some uh make some choices and picks Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so another interesting thing about sci-fi and i guess fantasy as well but this because their space travels a little bit easier you can go from these big cities to being on a planet that no one that is uninhabited yeah and just being able to throw weird drag, like, th- like th- we're still going to have to put dragons into this yeah, somehow. You know what you I know, mean? Yeah. Like, it's sci-fi, but... <clears throat> a robot dragon or something. Yeah, or something <laughs> like that. Uh, we're going to have to try to figure that out. So, um, you know, I think that maybe it'll be like, there's a dragon fighter simulator that, like, everyone goes and always does on, like, Saturday nights or something. All right. Um, and like you try to get the high score or something. Um, I'm sure we'll try to, f- I think that no matter what style of D and D you're playing, there's always, you have to do dragon fights. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah, like, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like, it's like the unwritten rule. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. our secret fourth thing that we need is dragon fights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beach view and dragon fights. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll have to squeeze that in somehow. Mm hmm. Uh, another way I was thinking is maybe we can just include, so this all, I think we can include all of the stuff that's on this list into, uh, this, except for maybe this last option that I have here. 
Um, but I was thinking, have you played Mario Galaxy? <laughs> I honestly, I have, but it's been like quite a while. It has been quite a while for me too, but if I remember correctly, there's like this spaceship that you can live on and there's land on it and mm-hmm. you just fly around and you go to different planets, I think. And so you guys could do it that way where you're you're living on this thing that flies around. I don't know. Um <clears throat> I just, it's like, maybe we could do Mario Galaxy. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. That is pretty maybe interesting. we could have Bowser be there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he could be our dragon fight. That would be pretty cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'll be part of the simulator. You guys will just play Mario. <laughs> just play Mario, dude. I'd be down Mario for that. Galaxy 3. <laughs> D&D. Putting Mario in D&D. Yeah, Mario eats a mushroom that makes him turn into a, a warlock. <laughs> <laughs> of the chained (laughs) um but yeah that was i don't know that was kind of just something that was spitballing here right um neil also suggested that we could do it something like expanse where it's based in uh, like this we were also just spitballing so i don't think this is something that we're going to land on but it was just something interesting that came up is to do it based in like our solar system okay and immediately in my mind I was like, that kind of forces me to learn a lot about astronomy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Now, now I have to know all, all about... I need to know what they all look like. I have to know where the asteroid belt is. I have yeah. to know where, like... <laughs> you have to get, like, a massive map of the galaxy. Yeah. And, and reference just, it, like, during sessions. sessions. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to do a lot of research on Mars and, like, what the gravity is like there. Yeah. Because <laughs> the other thing about playing with people who are into sci-fi is that if you base it in reality, they're just going to fact-check you. Yeah, they're going to call you out. They're going to be like, well, that's not how Jupiter works. You actually can't walk on it because it's a giant ball of gas. And I'd be like, all right, well, you guys just won't go to Jupiter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> so the first thing that can't... So if you want to learn a lot about astronomy, that could potentially be a fun way to sure. do it. I took um, an astronomy class, actually. Oh, yeah? Was, Did you... I didn't go a whole lot, <laughs> okay. so I'm not going to lie. I was going to ask if you learned a lot. <laughs> no, I No? Didn't. Those kind of go hand in hand. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. There was, there was kind of like, just a, like a bird course, so. I yeah, wasn't... I get that. That's what I did. Trying to boost the GPA a little. Yeah, that's why I took chemistry in our world. <laughs> I got that coming up this year. Yeah. Oh, that's a, uh, that's a fun one. Uh, for sure. Yeah. I sat on the floor a lot because it was so full. They had... Really? Yeah. There was two f- different classes of it, and people would always just come... There was a morning one and an afternoon oh, so one. so they missed one, or... You couldn't come to... Well, I was busy during the morning one, so I couldn't go to right. that one. Right. Um, but the afternoon one, all the morning people would just go to it because they missed the first one. Yeah. And so I would have to sit on the floor because I oh, would... Oh, so there, there's, like, more people than the class could hold. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it was in a, it's in an auditorium. It's not for those listening. It's it's not like a flat like yeah, a classroom. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like I was sitting beneath people's like desks and looking <laughs> at their butts and stuff. <laughs> I just sat at the back. You said like a crisscross applesauce. Yeah, I did. Nice. But at that point, like you can't even see. So then I would just be like, okay, I'm gonna do something else. Like, uh, maybe I think I was playing. I'd, is in that class with Mitch and Andrew, so we would always just be like whatever computer game we were playing, we would just do that. I just played, dude. I <laughs> I always used to like find, try to find games to play in class, and I 
Never, I used to play Pokemon Showdown a lot yeah, in class. That's a classic. But I think Civ might be like the future. Oh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty like chill and stuff. Yeah. You know? I like would no shame play it. Be like in the second row of a class. Yeah, like yeah. know that twenty people can see me, but just be playing it for the whole class, just like no fucks given. <laughs> yeah, who gives a fuck, dude? It's like and looking back, like nothing bad ever came of it either, to at least to my knowledge. Like maybe some girl who at first thought I was cute then watch me play Civ <laughs> sees like a bunch of different like giant heads come up and like yeah she's like what the fuck is this guy doing yeah <laughs> I always try to sit in the back of classes yeah I would try to as well but sometimes it's just not possible yeah indeed yeah especially during the COVID seasons yeah big time yeah um but anyways um like the expanse and the other thing is that if you base it in the real world how do you play a elf? How do you yeah. play a tiefling? How do you yeah. fight dragons? Yeah. That just, I mean, you could just hand wave it if you want to and just be like, whatever. I don't know. Well, there, there just is. Yeah, they exist. It's like on this one. <laughs> we've compromised for a lot of different, like different stuff. I sure. mean, we play in a world where like minotaurs are clerics. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. So. You know, that we do already do a lot of hand-waving. It wouldn't be the be-all, end-all if we just said, okay, it's our solar system, but it's also D&D. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Let's just check the clock here. 6.17, so we're only 25 minutes into this episode, but let's kind of try to come to a little conclusion here of how we're going to do uh, this campaign, how we'll decide on, you know, this, the setting, right. the starting place. Um, so I, I think we like the idea of having the five planet solar system. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I agree with that. I think we maybe, well, another idea I was thinking of is maybe there's like, I don't know if you ever played the, uh, have you ever played Ratchet and Clank, a Crack in Time? This is such a weird pull. <clears throat> I honestly I, I do play Ratchet and Clank, but I don't think I did ever play that one. Okay, so in that one you actually go up into space and you can fly around a little bit. And okay. There's these little outposts, like a chunk of floating, like land that there's a bar and like a mechanic shop built up there. Mm. It's like two buildings and it's just this thing that like floats around in orbit of a planet. Okay. I was thinking of just starting you guys up there. You guys are just. You guys have just come into the planet, and instead of going down into the planet, there's this little bar that floats around sure. in orbit, like a like the International Space Station sort of. Yeah, bio. yeah. No, so, I like that's a cool idea. So you guys would so super small, can't get into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Can't like run off into a jungle or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I do sort of like the idea of starting it there. Yeah. So we can do that. Maybe on one of these planets that you guys are all going there for certain reasons or, you know, you can say you're just running from something. You don't have to be going there for any particular sure. reason. Um, but, um, so yeah, we got this five uh, planet solar system. Mm-hmm. We'll start you off on this outer ring. Maybe you'll then move into the planet or maybe go to the one of the moons first and then to the planet. Okay. Um, yeah, and then we <clears> kind of just go from there and not worry about the big picture stuff about what's going on in this thing sure. and what's, you know. So, I th- yeah, I think we'll start small like this and then uh, I think we're going to try to get Neil on the podcast at some yeah. point. 
so uh, he can talk about maybe how it worked, maybe what he would want to incorporate. And I also kind of get the vibe from Neil that maybe he would be a good DM. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, actually. He seems like he'd be very, like, into it, but, like, also, like, committed to it, Yeah, if if that becomes something that he gets really into, I mean, he's never played D&D, so maybe he plays, and there's some people who are like, I kind of just prefer being a player, and I kind of, I want to show up and and roll some dice, and that's fine. And there are other people who want to be doing it outside of that playing time and that's that's and i do get the sense that maybe he's one of those people and maybe he's not but uh who knows maybe uh maybe we'll get to be a, in a party again sometime yeah really though yeah, <clears throat> yeah we, we don't get to be in a party too often no i know and the last time we did we were both rangers and our characters got along great i know and we just got murdered one session we did get murdered uh that was a tough one. Is that the only time we've been in a party together? Yeah, I would, I would say so. If I had to guess, because yeah. I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't there for any of the like ones Dave that, or John. Ones. Yeah, you didn't do the one shot with Nathan. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. There's only the one time. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll definitely have to get that going again. Um, well, I mean, John said he was interested in starting to DM again. So. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll see about that. People always say they're going to DM, and yeah. then, you know, how it goes. Yeah, but, of course. Yeah. Anyways, um, speaking of DMing, we got about eight minutes. Um, why don't we take a quick break mm-hmm. and then uh, head right into a session? But, everyone, thanks for listening to this short little episode. Um, it's been over just over a week since we've last had one, so I thought it would be good to just, you know, get something out pretty quickly. Um, but I do think we we got at what we came for. Mm-hmm. We achieved our goal. And uh, unfortunately, after the session we're about to run, I'll have to plan all of this. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, so that's the tough part. Yeah, not knowing how many people are going to be at the session. So encounters, I don't know. Intros, who cares? Who needs them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Uh, Thanks again for having me, Theo, by the way. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. You know where I live. I do. (laughs) (laughs) All right, see you guys.